Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's the Sultan of Salary. Money, please. Our very own sports financial guru. When athletes get paid, he's our go-to guy. I'm healthy, stinking rich. He's Mike Gennetti from SpotRack.com. Mike Gennetti, our go-to sports financial expert, the best in the business. You can find his work over at SpotTrack.com and on Twitter at S-P-O-T-R-A-C. Mike, how's that weather in Buffalo? I'm a little worried about my dolphins this weekend. <laughs> I'll be there in the uh, oh, six nice. plus inches of snow. I think it's going to be a snowball game, so uh, we'll get that one we uh, didn't get in Detroit, right? You're going to help them shovel, or is, are you part of that brigade? I'm a, I'm a little too old for that. Let's let the young Bills Mafia <laughs> take care of that stuff. All right, all right, that sounds good. <laughs> I uh, I was just handing out my uh, my top five sev- seventh round picks of all time. I wanted to do a top five on on Mister Irrelevance, but the only other one that I could find that I recognized was Ryan Suckup, so I don't think that was going to make for good radio. Uh, but when we talk about values all the time, what's a value on a seventh-round quarterback? What are we looking at dollar-wise for a guy like Brock Purdy if he were to continue on and be the 49ers quarterback moving forward? Boy, you are you are really reaching today, man. Um, let's tell you, Brock Purdy contract, it, it's bare minimum. I mean, he got a $77,000 signing bonus. That's basically three weeks on the practice squad. So wow. um, it's it's an incredible value. Obviously, if he's even if he's the backup, right? If if you can get a seventh rounder to stick with any kind of role on your roster, especially at that position, you're going to get incredible value. Now, you know what happens when the quarterback carousel comes back through San Francisco and Trey Lance isn't ready or Trey Lance isn't the guy. Um, they're going to need options because uh, they're uh, they're an offense that can sort of be malleable with that. But I, I don't know that the, that the Brock Purdy show is going to last forever, Brandon. Or, yeah, well, probably not. But it's a magic carpet ride that'll last as long as you know, as long as it lasts. Are you saying that I'm limited on options if I'm going with a Brock Purdy top five? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, yeah, let's but yeah, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> I saw that the uh, I saw the Bills picked up Cole Beasley off the street. I was a little surprised to see that because, as far as I know, they're not dealing with any major injuries to the wide receiver position. What do you think led to that? There's just a bit of a stalemate situation happening with that Arsenal right now. Um, you know, the Gabe Davis situation's been really floundering for about six weeks now. There's some injury concern there at some point. And uh, Stefan Diggs has been kind of taken out of the game the past couple of weeks here. So I think it's just a shakeup situation, maybe just a. Uh, needed if you, if you have it if you need it kind of situation for Josh Allen maybe some comfort there but I don't I wouldn't I think we're reading a little bit too much into it, it it's a, it's a practice squad situation that you know maybe one or two targets in a game here or there but uh, if anything it's just insurance right now so what I learned what I really take from that more than anything else is that the Bills are not in the OBJ sweepstakes anymore okay. and I think they were towards the bottom of that list anyway but. I don't even know if he wants to play. I don't know if he's if he's able to play health-wise. Do you see this becoming where it's at now with Odell Beckham Jr., more of a media creation, or do you really think there's a strong market 
to bring him in? No, I think he said as, as such, right, that the regular season's kind of not in his cards right now, whether that's a health concern or whether that's a, a mental capacity concern for him. I don't. I think teams are, are very much shying away, and I think the Cowboys signing T.Y. Hilton was the nail in the coffin on that situation because that was the team. Uh, that was the one situation that I think Jerry Jones would have given a multi-year contract, would have brought him in and sort of showcased him as a superstar, even though you know he's got work to do to get back to that point. So I, I think it's dead for now. But, you know, week 18, when uh, rosters are kind of shaken up a little bit, if there's a team that's going to sneak into the postseason and might need that one little extra oomph, who knows? Maybe somebody tosses them on a playoff roster. We're talking to Mike Gennetti from SpotTrack.com, our go-to sports financial expert. Let's talk about a guy that got hurt last night, Kyler Murray, torn ACL. He's out for the year. Don't know when, we, uh, when we'll when we see him again. And we just talked about Odell Beckham Jr. trying to come back from an ACL. Sometimes it takes a while. How much do the Cardinals regret not just giving him an, exten- an extension, $160 million guaranteed, but their general manager, their coach, I mean, if they could go back in time, they're ripping all of those contracts up, aren't they? All of them. Yeah, they're never doing the Kyler deal because you had the fifth-year option in front of you, right? That, that's where they could be right now with Kyler Murray, staring at a recovery situation, a guaranteed fifth-year option, then the franchise tag if they need it. Um, they, had, they had that in the back pocket, and I think the Kyler Murray camp kind of bullied them into this contract. And along with that came the coach contract, the GM contract, because it, all this discontent was happening at the same time this past March. And I feel like they just threw money at a wall to make it all go away. Well, now it's now it's not going away. So they're going to have to deal with this for, you know, for Kyler for three, four years with those guarantees. Uh, we'll see what happens with the coaching staff if they want to buy, essentially buy them out college football style. So I, uh, I this is probably a dumb question because I know that these guys, rich guys with money, just tend to throw money at their problems. But we see with Russell Wilson locked into years of awkwardness, Kyler Murray locked into years which could, could potentially get awkward and even worse if he's not able to play. Do you think this slows down the rate in which we see quarterback mega extensions? Unless it's really, really obvious, like Burrow, no question. But there's a very short list of those guys. Do you think this slows down the quarterback market because of some of the the bad examples that are out there right now? It has to. You know, I, I mean, the, the Carson Wentz-Jared Goff situation should have already been Exhibit A and B. Um, you're seeing a little bit of a comeback with Jared Goff in that regard. But, yeah, the, the, these stories are – it's too expensive now to really put your neck out there with a maybe like Kyler Murray was. He was not even a sure thing heading into this offseason. So – uh, there's no question that pause is going to be built into this. With the, with the Wilson situation, it was simply as easy as saying we just got to see it for a year before we do anything about it. So I, I do think there'll be caution thrown in, in a few of these scenarios. But, you know, it, the quarterback is so powerful, man. They, they, if these agents get involved and say, look, we're not playing ball for you anymore unless there's $100 million guaranteed in front of us, this Kyler situation is also exhibit for them, right? Because we need that guarantees because the injuries happen, especially with rushing quarterbacks. So it's a yin and yang situation. Quarterbacks are powerful enough to have to hold out and get this money, even if teams have reservations and handing it out. I uh, mentioned yesterday that I don't think Tom Brady is going to have much of a market when he hits free agency. Just my personal opinion on looking at the landscape of the NFL and and specifically a market of teams that he's interested in because I can see Tom Brady continuing to play. What I can't see him doing is settling for the Indianapolis Colts or something like that. Do you think there's going to be a market for Brady, and if so, who will it be? 
Yeah, I'll give you two teams. Uh, I actually think he's going to walk away, so I'll, I'll get that out there up front. Yeah. But I, I think there's two teams that make sense based on how you just framed it, because I agree with what you just said. You know, it's not a hot take to say he goes back to New England for a year. He's, this relationship he has with Robert Kraft, uh, especially now with his family situation, I think is extremely important to him. And it's not like either Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi are, you know, stepping off the page. And both are under contract for a couple more seasons on that rookie deal. So you could waste one year to bring Tom Brady back for one season as sort of a farewell tour and get that thing done and see what happens, what kind of magic he might have left. And the only other team I would mention are the Raiders. And again, it's the Patriots connection with McDaniels. They can get out of Derek Carr's contract. They've got a plethora of offensive weapons. They're going to shore up this defense, financially speaking, this offseason. That's a one-year situation I could see happen as well. Um, Let's wrap with Aaron Judge. Turns out he was just toying with the Yankees, but he signed after our chat, which is very, you know, unlike our sort of fortune of how this stuff usually goes. Usually Tuesday's the day. Nine years, $360 million. To me, and that's a ton of money, I always have to get that out, but... It almost falls short of what I expected him to sign for after putting together a pretty historic seasons. What were your thoughts on the contract and then him eventually landing back with New York? Yeah, I think he could have rode this out a little bit longer, personally speaking. I think this could have gone into January, uh, like we saw Bryce Harper do and a couple of those other big superstars do. But uh, ultimately, he had a price. I think $40 million a year was probably important to his agent. Uh, you know, the, one of the biggest contracts, the biggest position contract ever. That was important. He, he surpassed that by about $15 million. So he hit all the notes. It didn't go, you know, way, way past, and it shouldn't based on his age and injury history and things like that. So I think it was there was some uh, caution to this contract, if you can say that there's caution with $360 million fully guaranteed. Were you surprised to see the amount that he had turned down with the Padres? Because yeah, that was into the $400 million range. Yeah, that's right. It, it, there's a lot of people turning down $400 million from the Padres, so that's really something to watch here over the next couple of years. Uh, I just think that that's a team that turns over so much that players are afraid to go there. When you sign this kind of contract, you're doing it because you want to be somewhere for a long time, and I think the Padres are playing with fire with this kind of uh, year-in, year-out turnover. Interesting. Mike Gennetti from uh, from SpotTrack.com, our sports financial analyst, the absolute best that is out there on Twitter at SPOTRAC. You can download the Spot Track podcast as well wherever you download your favorites. Thanks so much, Mike. Enjoy that frigid cold game. Hopefully uh, you see a loss, but, you know, we'll <laughs> chat about that next week. Thank you. Good stuff from Mike Gennetti. He was surprised I hit him with the uh, Brock Purdy stuff there at the open of the uh, interview. Coming up next, NBA Awards renamed, a World Cup update for you. We'll get more soccer takes from Tazi. Our final four things next. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.